This is Car Bros Podcast, episode 19. Mm-hmm. Yep. Getting up there. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. Um, First off, I think we should address these beverages. Anyone, <laughs> anyone who's watching the video. If you're watching, uh, we are <laughs> drinking. John, like a couple podcasts ago, we ended up drinking. The majority of. We, we ended up drinking a bunch of booze that John's <laughs> girlfriend was like saving or something that we didn't know about. Whoops. Yeah. Like, drinking it. And so she, uh, she let us drink these. Uh-huh. She didn't like them apparently. And they are. They're just not her favorite. They're Angry Orchard Hard Ciders and the flavor is rosé. Rose. Yes. Rose. It's very French. And they, and, <laughs> and they look about as unmasculine uh-huh. as yeah. a drink uh-huh. can get. And they're. It's, it's good. It's a, yeah. It's got it's a nice solid. little. It's got a nice. <laughs> fruity a little kick to it. It tastes, it tastes about like a little, little, <laughs> little, little, little tang to it. Yeah, I'm coming around. Uh-huh. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Usually, uh, try to get it sponsored from. Yeah, Angry mm-hmm. Orchard if you're out there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, yeah, shout, shout out to Angry Orchard. Angry Orchard. Um, if you are enjoying the Car Bros mm-hmm. podcast, please consider signing up for our Patreon. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least look at it. Yeah. <laughs> Check You're it not going to sign up. Look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some stuff on there. I don't know. Yeah. But the reason I bring peaks. that up. Oh, and also um, rate, rate this podcast on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And I said that last week and like 300 people listen to this on iTunes mm-hmm. or something and no new ratings. People. Yeah. <laughs> no. so. Doesn't it, take, it takes like 10 seconds. Yeah, right? Please help. Yeah. I'm talking to you mm-hmm. with that said, I am the type of person who wouldn't write. Yeah, I always skip. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, go, yeah. Please, mm-hmm. please do it. Um, the other thing I want to mention about uh, Patreon is somebody sent us Jesse mm-hmm. Rice. Thank oh you. yeah. Shout out to Jesse. Thank you, Jesse. Shout mm-hmm. out to Jesse. He sent, us a like holiday care package yes sweet like, cookies cookies in this Christmas sweet card. card if you're watching i'll put a picture of the card up which is just like um like season's greetings but it's just a picture of him like doing a burnout <laughs> <laughs> e30 hopefully he sends that out to like all of his yeah, family. Like, it wasn't yeah. just us specific i don't think so i don't think he'd make a one-off <laughs> but you know for us um but yeah, that was pretty heartwarming. Yeah, that's that was pretty. Cool. That's pretty nice mm-hmm. to show up. And also, I think we're doing a Christmas card, right, to Patreon. Users. Oh yeah, we're so that's another incentive. Yeah, we're a little, a little <laughs> a Christmas card, a little some some uh, top tier patrons. Um, that should go out soon. So, anyways, thank you for that. Yeah, thanks, Jesse, and thank you to all of you who are at this moment signing up for. It's <laughs> 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 very soon. Yeah, or cracking open a fresh bottle of Angry Orchard uh-huh. rosé. <laughs> Um, I wanted to, before we get into our topic of the day, mm-hmm. um, I had an experience driving right. down here where just like on the highway, we, mm-hmm. we've, we record these in central California, but I live in Northern ish California. So mm-hmm. every time we get together, it's a couple like hours a on three the hour drive for me yeah, down. And I saw a Integra, oh, like a yes. 98 or oh. something. Integra, like late, late nineties, whatever. LS, RS. I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was yellow. And it was just like, just Phoenix yellow full, like standard. I hate to use the term ricer. Mm -hmm. That's such an outdated, (laughs) that's such an outdated way of making fun of someone. But it was just like time warp 20 years ago, whatever (laughs) thing. And it was just like, he's get, he's in traffic and he's like, 
driving like a dick and like <laughs> punching it. And it went from like just kind of like boom to just the full like boom, <laughs> just where you're like cringing because it sounds so bad. And like to on the one hand, I was like, that's worse than a Harley. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather when they are just full uncorked. <laughs> the pitch. Yeah. Exhaust, just like yeah. decatted or something. Right. Just as Some, loud as they can. Well, I mean, a, B, a B18 B1 needs to breathe. Yeah. Everyone, everyone knows <laughs> yeah. that. It's like this dinky little motor. And it's just like, they don't sound good. <laughs> especially when they're that loud. So it's just full on loud. And it's like, man, I'd rather have a Harley in my ear. Just rumbling. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather hear something like that. But the other thing it made me think of is like every once in a while, I and I'm assuming others will be like, "Oh, what about an old Honda?" <laughs> yeah. Like, hmm. we've we've talked about it many times. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Like, maybe I'll look into these, <laughs> and then you're reminded. Yeah, you're like a GSR in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. An Integra GSR is a fabulous car yes. in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. If you were on a desert island, <laughs> just exist. If every human on earth was dead. <laughs> yeah. And, you and then to, you start to, you either have an experience like that where you see that thing mm-hmm. or you start to look into them at all. Yeah. Take five minutes and the look on Craigslist or something. It's pretty sad looking. And you're just re-exposed to the realities yes. of of older Honda. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, right. <laughs> just like close the browser window. Like your dream will just be shattered. Because those cars only exist in your dreams <laughs> as their pure form. <laughs> you know, it's like they come with this baggage. Right. That y- is, you just have to deal with it. Yeah. That is the whole rest of the Honda world. Yeah. Is owning those things. So it, it's actually pretty rare that you see like the full on riced out. That, Honda yeah. Anymore. I, yeah. Like, I was like, oh, wow. It was like a black, but it was. Keeping yeah. it going. Yeah, it was, yeah. he was true to the form. <laughs> it was like super janky. It was like his big square wing. I wonder if he did the stuff to it or he acquired. Oh, from it. It's like the fourth, yeah. fourth hand. He's put his t- touch on the car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If he's expressed his personality. His spin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, the other thing was uh, yesterday we went down to bakersfield for a track day and we'll get get into that but it was very foggy yes the whole way down and like i don't know how common it is for i don't know if that's like a local thing that amount of fog fog. yeah i think it's It's, like it's it's kind of native to central valley it's because like the weird this coast or something yeah i I don't know it's it's, it's, it's not it's not coastal fog it's like when the entire like surface of the ground gets damp yeah. And it's it gets like, like trapped and it's just like, fog. yeah, like, yeah. But, I mean, you can't see when it gets really bad. I mean, there are like legendary stories right. of like, you can't see right. two yeah. um, road lines. Right. Running. I mean, there are yeah. like 10 foot visibility. Right. But yesterday was, it, there were probably sections where it was like 30 or 40 right. feet. Yeah. I mean, it, and you're on the highway. Yeah. yeah. You're in a section of highway where the speed limit is 65, 65 or 70 yeah. and it's like dead straight and, it, and it's yeah, dead straight and, and, and you're just and, hauling ass and this and is and this isn't like a patch of fog like it'll be foggy for you know a hundred miles yeah straight. And it's just like a lot of fog right yeah and so there are sections where it's just like oh suddenly i can't see more than 50 feet in front of me mm-hmm. and you have to decide like do i slow down 
or I mean, because the, and what happens in these situations is you'll get like 200 car pile up. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. They're yeah, hauling it, it, it's ass. Happened, yeah. Something has happened and there is just no way to communicate beyond 50 feet behind you. Right. For people to stop and they just plow into people. Yeah. And so it's like you adjust your speed down mm-hmm. to like, all right, this is still a little dangerous. Keep a little little buffer zone. But like I could I could probably slam on my brakes and stop. Um, but then you'll see people who don't have their lights on first <laughs> yeah. of all, <laughs> yeah. for some bizarre reason, don't have their lights on are still just hauling yeah. ass. They're going like 80. <laughs> it's just faith at that point. Right. You're yeah. Just accepting your faith. Yeah. That you might plow into someone. Like the back of a I don't semi. even think they realize that they might plow. Like, I don't know. They're just, I, I don't know. And so it's like, it's pretty scary. Heavy yeah. fog is a really scary. Yeah. Like I'd rather have heavy rain. Yeah. Cause at least people are like forced to stop kind of right or i don't know they should be like fog is like probably one of the worst yeah um, public driving situations i think well i think fog like makes the opportunity for something like those 90 car pileups which can't really happen otherwise yeah like extreme snow or extreme rain i don't know they're just a different flavor because like everyone's like wow that's really bad and we're all kind of like driving cautiously right fog it's ground is still fine yeah drivable you just can't see a damn thing (laughs) it's like driving with your eyes closed right Um, so it's pretty it's pretty crazy i wonder if the like now cars with the radar you know crash avoidance i bet you those i'm not you know i'm not positive of the technology i know camera wise it fucks with them your eyes are probably better than a camera can do at this point but the actual radar technology uh, if radar i don't know how far in advance it it sees out I, i don't think fog would um, cut into that good or like question. lidar. I'm not sure how that's those a good are question. By fog. Yeah. Um, that'd be cool if they were, if they were better. Like, Oops. I'm just curious, like how far out, like if you're like a hundred feet away from a stopped car and you're still going 60 miles an hour, like would the radar start freaking out or, um, or if it's only like, if it's know. not affected by fog, which I think it wouldn't, I don't think a radio. Just take, no. take, take the Jeep out the next time. Yeah, it's like super give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try it. Yeah. Let's set this up. I'll stand in the middle yeah, of the road. You put it on, just jump into the passenger yeah. seat and see what happens. See what happens. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. The other one, I don't want to dwell on this because <laughs> it's not that entertaining. But the other one was just heavy traffic in general. Mm-hmm. Driving down there's heavy traffic. And people who will there's a flow of traffic. It's like, we're all stuck in it. Mm. This is, this is the flow. Right. It's like 35 or 40 when we're moving pretty good. And there's people who are trying to like weave in and out. Mm. And then every once in a while they're going too fast. So then they break. Yeah. And it's oh, like, yeah. You're breaking in traffic. Like, I wish <laughs> there was a way to punish these people. It's like, <laughs> you're creating more traffic. Yeah. You're creating a stoplight on the highway. <laughs> you're putting, you're turning on a light that tells everyone behind you to stop. Right. Or people who just tap their brakes sometimes, yeah, <laughs> you know, on the highway. It's like your brake lights mean stop. Two foot driving, right. you're, cre- you're creating stops yeah. behind you. What's actually funny is when I drive with like my dad, he was just like, "Oh, you're tailgating," but it's like because I don't want to like tap my brake unless I need yeah. to. So I'll like let off and I'll like maybe get closer yeah, than he. A little bit. And then he's like, you're, you're, you're tailgating. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't want to like just it's tap my brake decision. just to put a little minute. Yeah, I do that too. Minute. It's like yeah. you use the um, engine braking of the car right. to slow down because you don't want to send that signal right. behind you yeah. to stop. Not only because it's unsafe, but it also makes you look weak. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just don't want to give in. Make you look like a rookie. But yeah. Um, I mean, I could. we could probably do it in a whole new podcast about <laughs> ranting about how bad most people are at driving. Yeah. Um, 
Here, here is one question I have before we leave this topic. Oh. Just a thought I had. Would you guys and you listeners, mm-hmm. would you support something where you have something installed in your car, maybe even temporarily, but maybe always breathalyzer and you assume for the moment it would never be used against you. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to drive a hundred, it wouldn't give you a ticket or something, mm-hmm. but it, um, it analyzes your driving and your insurance is based off that analysis. Uh-huh. Would you support something where if you're a better driver, you pay less and everyone has to do it. You mean like you can't like if every time you punch it, like it goes, is it, would it just be based on speed or acceleration? <laughs> yeah. I would have to know the specifics. I haven't thought it out enough, but would you, would you support something where, cause there's people who just suck at driving. Right? Yeah. And I feel like there needs to be a way, but for it, it would, it would, it would have to be pretty advanced my, to like actually detect that someone sucks <laughs> yeah. at driving. They have apps that can tell if you like how smooth you are. Really? Yeah. And like, it's always like GPS based. Well, and like the accelerometer, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, you broke really hard or like, (laughs) you know, you, you punch it way too hard. Right. Well, I think the out, if, if that became a thing, the outcome would just be shitty drivers just don't have car insurance anymore because they just wouldn't pay for car insurance. <laughs> yeah. And then they would get into an accident and then the, we would get fucked over again. <laughs> I just hate how it's possible to be a dick driving. I just know no repercussions. <laughs> I, I hate it. The thing that bothers me is just like these people had, like they had to pass their driving test at some yeah, point. Driving. That doesn't mean that's easy. Yeah. yeah. Anyone can. Right. Well, literally, anyone. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. you know, anyone who's like, I just couldn't. Pass. Yeah, well, they, I gave up. But the thing is, like, did they just pretend to be a good driver for that five minutes? And then you all can, of a sudden. Yeah, maybe. Sure. You can. Yeah. I, guess. I don't think anyone's going to be like, oh, you failed because, like, you're not very smooth. Or <laughs> right. Whatever. I would. Cut someone off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I don't know where I was going with that because uh-huh. it's not that good of an idea. <laughs> I just want something where someone does something in traffic and you can communally punish them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> in a way. Like they don't need to. I don't know. I don't know what mm. it is, but if someone cuts you off, something should happen. And it's like, now they owe you two. So much to be keeping, keeping <laughs> so score. We yeah. have the technology for those people. <laughs> Let's pool our minds together. Um, okay. So yeah. <clears throat> moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, track day yesterday 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 we went down to button willow yeah which, which is, is southern ish california yeah little racetrack it's well, quite foggy well i didn't go john didn't, oh, yeah, john I, was, didn't go. I was gonna go he was gonna go and the guy, I, the, guy yeah. the, the only guy here that has a dedicated yeah uh-huh. track car <laughs> uh-huh. yeah that he, he had other things to do i was uh-huh. planning on going and then my work had to schedule their oh. you know holiday party <laughs> the same freaking day and uh, hey, got I got a free Amazon Echo though. So. Yeah, Amazon Echo. Um, I I went, but I didn't drive because I am working on a video similar to the M5 video, but now for the Type R. Yes, so two of those videos in the works. Mm-hmm. So I just went to film Mike um, and driving. give emotional support and, 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 yeah, and some, some pointers and yeah. pal, uh-huh. um, which was fine. That was worth it. Watching it kind of sucks. Cause it's like, <laughs> wow, I really want to be out there, but <laughs> I, I couldn't have done both. I, I couldn't. Have done yeah, both. next time. Yeah, next time. But yeah, so that was the f- yeah first time I've had the Type R on any kind of even autocross track right, yeah. anything, and it's it's kind of like when I bought the car, I was pretty excited. I was like, man, I haven't like felt this pumped up about a car Ever. in a while. Yeah, and then like I didn't, I didn't, it didn't like get used to it, but like yesterday, I was like, oh, was, I kind of like fell in love with it again. I was yeah, like, yeah, you you're just you're like, like, oh crap, this you, thing. Yeah, you're like, you kind of like unlock like a whole another level yeah, of like, right. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That this car to me, um, 
I haven't driven it on the track. <laughs> so here's some like vague, vicariously like, through you observation. Some car, because I was thinking this about the M5. The M5, the E39 M5 is such a good car. It is like one of the best cars at like six tenths. Right. Like if you're just kind of in traffic and driving semi-aggressively, mm. it's like that is ideal. Such, such a good car. Um, I haven't had it on a track, but I hear they're pretty, pretty good up to like eight tenths. Right. And after that, it's like, yeah, there's better cars. You're going to find the limits. Yeah. And the thing about the Type R is that car seems from what I've heard through you and mm -hmm. just what I know about the car, it seems pretty damn good at 10 tenths. Yeah. Like you, as can far just, as I know, yeah, you it's can just beat on that. I, car. I'm, I, I'm like anything, but, but a pro driver, I'm but not you still good, didn't but. get, um, how confident did you feel driving that thing? Pretty confident. I think that was the biggest thing. Like it's fast, I guess, like relatively speaking, but it's more, it's like very forgiving and very easy to drive fast. Yeah. yeah. There are no tendencies. That's the thing is like lurking tendencies. Yeah. Like you gotta, or 10 you gotta be careful of this. Like, like careful. It might happen. Yeah. It'll that back end or whatever. It'll and bite that you. Thing, it's just like, it's the lack of those behaviors. Yeah. That let you just beat on that. that explore yourself. That's how right. you get better as a driver in some ways. Right. It's just like, yeah. Like know. I felt pretty comfortable just hammering it. Yeah. yeah. So even though like I said, I'm not, I'm not an experienced, I've only gone to like a couple track days, but it will make, comfort driving a car is what make will make a car really fast yeah really because right. it's like that's a big people talk about like this race car versus this it's like yeah in the hands of a professional, professional right. driver maybe right um but joe just, blow and yeah by uh, observing what i observed is there is a z28 out there like a 2015 right which is a killer car Those there's actually awesome. a lot of cool cars there's a like, lot of cool like pretty cars. almost we were talking like almost any like relevant performance car from yeah. the last five years short of was represented exotic. there was right yeah, yeah, yeah. the exotic stuff but like things you'd be interested yeah. in buying there's like a focus rs yeah an else lexus lc 500, 500 and an isf like a, like a handful of teslas yeah there was a lot there's yeah. there you could see quite a few different cars yeah um they're doing their thing mm -hmm. um but z28 is not notoriously but it's a pretty difficult car to drive right. hard because mm -hmm. those tires are very finicky and that car is just set up yeah. pretty extreme. Sure. And um, nothing against the guy, but he's driving it pretty slow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No shit. Because well, it's scary. Because yeah. it's a scary yeah. car. And a couple times the back end came around. Right. It's like, yeah. It looked like a lot of fun. But like for most of the laps I saw him. You're going to be holding something back. He wasn't even getting into it hard enough to open the, the exhaust valve. flaps. Yeah. <laughs> and so it'd like pull away. Right. And by contrast, in the Type R, it's like maybe you're a more experienced driver than him. But mm. regardless, it's just like that's a car you can get <laughs> yeah, in, right. and it's not going to bite you yeah. the way that a, something like a Z20. Right. Yeah, or you have to like experience. really fuck up bad to like get in trouble and something. Which, like yeah, that. with that said, it's not going to totally yeah, yeah. hold your hand. Right. But um, I think you surprise some people oh, that, out there. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there was a guy. Uh, what a 911 we we're trying to figure there's a guy in a 997 we're not sure if it's a turbo or not yeah. but it was at least a wide body and it was loud and it was loud so yeah. some modifications mm -hmm. to some degree yeah <laughs> and a yeah. relatively capable car right and you either like passed him or 
I was, I, I was just like, yeah, I was just like yeah. stuck on on his bumper. Yeah, and he and he seemed competent. But that doesn't that, that doesn't mean that I'm a good. I think that that kind of stuff happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. Is I'm it, just saying. Yeah, he like, came yeah. over yeah. and oh, talked yeah. to yeah, him because yeah. he was like because so obviously he was. A, he, yeah, he had probably done a track day. He seemed like yeah, that was not his first. Yeah, yeah. He's like, is this stock? Yeah, and I was like, yeah, yeah. It's just like it's it's enough of a car to like turn people. And it's less than half the price of his point. Yeah, and then my my brother went who has a C5 ZS6, which is all stock, I think, except for our triple eight tires, which are pretty good tires. Yeah, and we like you know we would go out together and like try to like because he you know like put the GoPro in your car and I'll drive in front of you. Yeah, so it's like especially like me like trying to stay with him or him trying to stay with me, and that was that was was a a blast to watch watching the Type R trade blows with a C5 Z06. I I mean. A Z, that car is probably a little bit faster. ZS6. But from where yeah. I'm standing, it's like they're pretty evenly matched. Yeah, I think, like I said, you have you have such a bigger cushion in the Type R than that. Yeah. Like you can you can get more. That an average driver can get more out of sure. it. it. The floor for what you're capable of right, is right. higher. Exactly. But still, it's like that is about as real life as it gets. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, what are those cars like in a magazine? Right. Yeah. And what are they like in real yeah. life? Two fairly comfortable drivers right. duking it out in there. It's yeah. like that's pretty that's freaking impressive yeah and it was a civic yeah and it was a shitload of fun yeah Yeah, and plus it looked awesome yeah it was fun but it was like that thing is legitimately keeping up no one would say like oh it was was a joke right that was way faster right c5 z06 like the standard of a very fast car right 20 years ago sure is like neck and neck with these things yeah and 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 we were talking about because you know this i mean most tracks are like this where they'll have they'll have straights and you know a track day it's not really a, it's not a race, but there'll be like, you know, a big variety of cars. And then yeah. a lot, every, mostly everyone just punches it on the straights. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's like, that's oh, like the that, one place. it's kind of like one of the, it's, it's almost like legal roll race, like highway. Yeah. Like no, you'll, you like, you'll be like, you'll come out of the corner behind a car and like, is this car going to pull away from me? Or am yeah. I going to like gain on it? Right. Who's going to yeah. pull on who on the streets? Right. Track exactly. Like, it's yeah. a very so like, neat little mini Right. Game. So like the Z06 would like pull away from me a little bit. Yeah. That, that sounds about right. Cause those probably ran. Like five horsepower, right? So that's probably similar weight, probably. Yeah, I would say, and they those those probably ran like what high twelves with a good driver, maybe low thirteens. Um, yeah, there's like C five Z six. There was like that one guy who did like an eleven. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. C six Z six. I want to say someone did a ten. Right. Yeah, but so much, so much of that is based on yeah. I mean, so much of that was was based on traction. That is the absolute right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The human. There was always like the hero guy, the ranger. I've heard some stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knew the secret tricks. Right, but it was like yeah. So that car would they wouldn't like walk away from me, but he would he would definitely gap me in the straights. And then there's other cars like you would just fly up on, you know, a Miata or whatever. Yeah. And then there was also a, a Focus RS, which I think was, I assume was probably stock. Sure. They, it looked you saw I'm like enough. That car, like, it's, it's almost like, it kind of, it almost like verifies what, you know, what you read. Like, he, I was like creeping up on him a little bit, but it, yeah, so it's like right. that, that sort of rings true to what, you know, what they said, you know, trap speed wise. That motor is, uh, everything about the Type R is just, high value yeah it's everything like, about it, it's like wow that motor for 35 grand wow that handle yeah, for 35 the grand. seats so like, yeah, yeah. everything about it it's not wow for any price yeah, yeah. it's just like gosh for that money it yeah. just everything about it they just hit it out yeah and i guess well the one thing i was worried you know and supposedly the cars have you know overheating issues which they do but i think In that's hot a hot weather right yeah. i think it has to be a very specific set of circumstances to get there yeah. 
you have to, first of all, you have to be essentially driving at 10 tenths. Yeah. You have to yeah. be experienced enough to drive it at its limit. Right. In and hot weather. and re- at least relatively warm with, cause I, the, even in all the driving, I don't, the temperature gauge never went above half. No, I, it, I, it, I didn't expect I mean, it that, that was a cold day. I mean, not, no. a, not, I, I mean, it was a cold for California day. So yeah, it was right. like 55 degrees. No, I maybe. don't think those cars have overheating problems mm-hmm. it's just you can there, get one to do it if you flog it hard extreme conditions yeah. it's like fine fair enough right but um it's like after a few laps or whatever yeah and and the, and the other thing up. is i mean i say i've only gone to a few track days but it's like you never get more than two laps 10 10 even if you wanted to yeah sure. there's always going to be a traffic, traffic or, or something, or something. Yeah. yeah yeah sure yeah but yeah and bef- before i drove that i thought like yeah, if you go to the track, you probably want a dual clutch or even like a good automatic, just because you can. You don't have to think about the shifting, right? But like with the rev matching, and like it, it's like it's a video game. Yeah. So like there you are, like banging gears. Yeah, and you like, don't look, have to think about like yeah, the clutch right, exactly. Like yeah. you can. It makes you look like you're doing Heel something toe, cool. Yeah, like, yeah, you're like and, shifting mid corner. Right. And, and, yeah, and it's like it's not any really harder than yeah. driving an automatic. Yeah, I was curious. Um, do you? Do you wish, and I guess you just answered it. Do you wish that car had a dual clutch? No, I don't Would think that have changed think, the experience at all. I think, no, I think in, in that car, it's like perfect because the shifter is awesome. Fine as is. Yeah. Like it's, it's precise and it's yeah. easy to use. Yeah. And you still have that connection that yeah. everyone jerks off about. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It's funny The once you have a good rev matching system and a nice shifter and whatever, it's like, oh, this is all the benefits of manual yeah. without really any right. of the drawbacks. It's it, like you still get to touch the lever. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it's like good enough. And it's still like, to a layman, it still looks like you're like, <laughs> yeah, really, gears, yeah, yeah, right. It's like there's a lot of knowledge that goes yeah, into being yeah. I, I want, I want. I'm looking forward to seeing the videos from that because, yeah, that was a shitload of fun. Yeah, yeah I shot some sweet footage of you and yeah. the GoPro stuff should be good. Um, I brought a pretty intimidating camera setup to the track. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, return, you returned some heads <laughs> over, in a different way. Yeah, the, uh, the track staff came and stopped me um, going into it um, because they wanted to be very clear that I wasn't taking photos and selling them. Right. They have people uh, there. Yeah. Undercutting the, so the guy had this like 10 minute conversation. <laughs> like why I was there. I was like, no, I'm just photographing my friend. Just and then when I was there, a couple people were like, Oh, you taking pictures? Oh and yeah. I was like, no, I'm not. Right. They told me not to. Right. It's actually nice having that excuse. I was, like, I was told not to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. It's nice. It's like, I don't want to film your Canaan. <laughs> you know? right. Like whatever. Um, so yeah, that was pretty fun. Good yeah. event. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. It was, was good. Heck of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. February. Yeah. That's the next one. Yeah. yeah. Get the Supposedly John is going. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I might go in a car. Mm-hmm. See, whatever. Um, there was a, uh, one thing worth mentioning. Oh. There was a sweet full size. <laughs> well, that, that was a, that was a, it, it's because this, it wasn't like a full, like an official track day. Sure. It was, it was essentially like a, a, not a school, but like an, more of an entry level, but yeah. there were some fairly advanced, people and then yeah. some people that like had obviously never been never been yeah. on track no. and the cars kind of represented that yeah that spectrum there was like a time we were like hanging out on the grid mm-hmm. somebody's like kind of waiting on deck right we're like this kind of just looks like traffic <laughs> right <laughs> like yeah cross section right and there was like an old jetta yeah there's like a, <laughs> an o1 mark IV tdi jetta just like purple, stock like not even you know, not not like, like not the, track prepped at all the one that you'd imagine there was a guy in a 
whatever p71 crown vic x oh, yeah. cop car Damn. right like also all stop with whatever like yeah, they're just kind of pet boys all season uh-huh. tires yeah. and the best yeah, probably the drum, drum roll. Probably the most unusual car I've ever seen on a racetrack. Slash sweetest. Slash coolest and most yeah. awesome. It's like a 2010. Something, yeah, 2010 ish Chevy Silverado. <laughs> four pick, by four. Pickup truck. Yeah. Four by four, short yeah. bed. White with a camper with shell. A cam- with a camper shell. Yeah, here's a photo of it. <laughs> yeah. From, Excuse the watermark. Yeah, the watermark is from the. Uh, official. We're not paying. So, yeah. Go go ch- go check them out. Yeah. 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 That was pretty sweet, though. He was yeah. getting after it, too. Not yeah. crazy. I mean, like, yeah, I think it seemed like he was getting after it about as hard as he could. As you can, yeah. As hard as he would reasonably yeah. do it in a Bones <laughs> Chevy truck. Four by four with whatever. Yeah. 270 or what? 265, 65. Yeah. What it made me realize, I don't think this is what he was doing, but it's kind of a good idea if you get any new car go find anyone yeah to go do a track day like that some real low level track day right and just figure out like what does this vehicle feel like at the extreme at the extreme so that i mean just from a knowledge standpoint right. you should know when your vehicle's about to roll or not mm-hmm. or what can it put up with yeah and i i told myself that's what he was doing hopefully because <laughs> yeah. yeah. i was like i got a truck and i just want to know because <laughs> yeah. i'm going to be driving around national forests <laughs> and windy road or something it's like yeah I was like, man, maybe I should take the four. Forerunner up there. Yeah, that guy left early, and we were joking that you should just hop in there and yeah, do yeah, it. take his, take, no take his spot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Someone talked to me about the forerunner. Oh damn! Yeah, yeah. he was like, I have the same one, same <laughs> colors. I love it. It's like cool. Yeah, still got a little. You and you and ten million other people. Uh, yeah, it was some one of the instructors. He's like, I love this thing. And and there was also the the beat up M five. Oh yeah, there was a you. super janky. E39 M5. I think it was one of the instructors. Early builds. Just beat up. Yeah. All well, I mean, not, not like thrash, but like. Not thrash, but, but not like. Not outside. Right. Yeah. Life. Not a. Faded, shipped clear coat. All yeah. the rubber around the windshield was cracked. Yeah. Le- the seats were pretty worn. Worn out. On track. Uh, yeah. yeah. Passing people. Yeah. Not flogging it. But right. But it's still holding its own. Enjoying it. Yeah. Made me feel pretty good. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. That was fun. Um, okay. Main, main podcast topic. Mm-hmm. Um, recently GM has announced some stuff. Yeah. Closing some, some plans. Some restructuring. Yeah. Laying off some people, um, which I just looked it up. They have 120,000 U.S. employees and 180,000 or something Global. worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think 60,000 or salary. That's total employees of it. Like, or, or only like factory workers salaried employees so, which are typically not factory workers is about 50 to 60,000 okay um and so they are laying off like 12 to 14,000 uh-huh. but just to give you some cuz they'll say that like 10,000 employees and people go nuts it's like well you have to understand how many right yeah. the first question yeah. you should ask what, what is pers- what is what, what percentage exactly percentage, yeah. yeah so it sounds like it's a roughly 10% of their US labor force mm. Um, just some context. Sure. So anyways, they are doing some restructuring, closing some plants, yes. which they say are engines and models that they are no longer going to make. Right. Like the cruise the Chevy. Yeah. Um, the cruise, the, the Impala, there's a couple, the a couple, couple Cadillacs, stuff. essentially all cars, not, yeah, not cars, SUVs. Sedan, sedan ish cars. Right. And the, probably the biggest is the Volt. So there's Vol- Volt with a V the, the yeah, hybrid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not to be confused. Right. Um, and then they also said they are releasing 20 new electric cars, 20 models mm-hmm. in the next something. 
some relevant time period. I don't totally remember. That just seems nuts. Like that's a lot of a range of electric cars. You know, it is. Um, it is. And a couple different manufacturers have done this. VW is like v- Yeah. I think Volkswagen like, is. That is not. Audi or whatever. When they say they are doing that, if they don't mean it lightly, I don't think. It means yeah. like they have started. Right. Pro- they've started developing. There are 20 different teams at mm-hmm. least. Mm-hmm. We're now starting. So I was like, that's a heavy investment. And it's not like they also said hydrogen vehicles. Right. 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 It's like they're going, they're going electric. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy because what, on a podcast a couple of weeks ago, you were talking about how you know, electric cars drive so similar, even, you know, even a Tesla to Garrett's e-golf drives similar. I mean, they're very different in other ways, yeah, but, but power delivery. Right. right. And so like to have one manufacturer make 20 different versions. Yeah. Well, it's probably going to be a shared platform. It's probably gonna be a single yeah. drivetrain yeah. True. ish. And there thing. could, and there could be some like very small differences between some of those 20 different. Like unless, I would have unless they're assume. counting like yeah. trim levels too. Like, yeah. Cause I, I mean, know. they don't even have 20 cars right now. I know. That's <laughs> what I like. Yeah. Yeah. 20? Right. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess if you factor in Cadillac, Buick, that's Chevy, what I was thinking. Yeah, maybe whatever. you could just kind of sprinkle. Yeah, everyone gets two if, it, if it's spread across. Yeah, SUV four truck, brands. I hope a trucks in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll see. But we got to talking about, and the central question of this podcast can be summarized by, mm-hmm. like, why did these cars fail? I was going to say, does GM suck? Oh well, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Down to the point. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, that's um, a good question. Does GM suck? Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna. Say yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to take a blunt. I'm going to second that one. Yes. I'm just going to take a so. blunt. Um, not that I fully, not that I don't <laughs> like any of it. Uh-huh. I'm going to say yes. And I'm going to pretend to back that position. <laughs> Pretty hard. I wouldn't say that they suck. Not, not on the level of like Nissan. <laughs> right. That's like a whole nother level of Correct. suck, at least in, in recent history. I agree. But I think GM has routinely had a problem where they've repeated the same bad choices over and over what do you think is a bad choice most of i think a lot of it is packaging oh they've like i think that's a big reason why the volt i guess wasn't profitable and when you say packaging what are some symptoms of bad packaging a car that like feels smaller than it should be than it looks on the outside like if you like they'll build a car that's the same size as whatever but it'll feel like a class smaller inside. Oh, interesting. For yeah, I mean, I don't think all of them are like that. But like the like I said, the, we talked about that before about the the bolt with a B. Yeah. yeah, how it's an impressive piece that like manages to be cheaper, right. like feel cheaper than it than it is. Yeah, right. And the volt with a V yeah. was kind of the same way. Like that's, I mean, essentially that was a car in a class of its own. Yeah, a plug-in hybrid that you could you know whatever go f- almost fifty miles. Yeah, on battery only, and no one wanted it. Like that's a car that sh- technically should be able to fit a bunch of people's yeah. lives. Yeah, and you can drive it eighty percent of the time and not use gas, and but at all the other times it can be a normal car. Yeah, and no one wanted it. Yeah. I mean, f- because it looks like a piece. I yeah. mean, like it's whatever thirty-seven grand, but it mm-hmm. it looks like a cruise yeah and it feels thing. like you you step inside and like oh yeah. this feels like a cheap car gms just have always felt cheap to me like my parents have owned suburbans yeah. and trucks and stuff you know my entire life and they just always like even though a suburban is like what 40 to 50 grand i like, don't know you get into it and it just more. like you know it just 
feels cheap. Like the dash is all plastics and yeah. the yeah. stereo just always looks outdated. Like I think, now I, think, I, think I think the new like that, the new but, stuff is nice, but like yeah, yeah the nineties to like early two thousands right. they were yeah. pretty poor. But whereas like, you know, Fiat Chrysler, mm-hmm. like even like your Fiat you had or even like the five hundred X or whatever they call it. Uh, now, like, you yeah. know, you get into it and it it feels yeah. more expensive. Like it has heated seats, a heated steering wheel. Yeah. It has like all these little tiny touches which you know, yeah, they, granted, they're just pulling parts from different cars. But yeah, well, they they, don't, they definitely have more of a flair to them, I guess. Right, more yeah. personality. I'm not sure what it is. I I don't know how. To well, put well, my to be well, they're they're, tr- they're trucks and SUVs are very successful. Those are all good and they're profitable. Yeah, well, well be, they're good at doing what a truck does. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's yeah. what you want to try. Right, that's what I mean, right. but. They have, I, I guess, Chevy and maybe Ford. I don't know the full history of their trucks, but they have essentially invented and maintained and remained dominant in a category yeah. of just sort of. Well, Ford has always outdone Chevy. Like, well, either way, yeah, I would. I see them as kind of equal. Right. Yeah. So it's yeah. like they, they both make a good. Truck. I do, yeah. but they both for some truck. reason, Fords always sell way more than Chevys. I don't. I don't know if they sell way. More. I wouldn't. I, in this case, I wouldn't look at sales numbers. Yeah. Just personally, and I think a lot of people would agree that like they're both good. Right. They they both are dominant in trucks. You wouldn't say Ford makes it superior. They're, they're not in a different class. Even right. Maybe Ford sells way more or whatever. Right, right. But it's just like they both make a solid truck, and no one really makes. Even the like tundra or whatever, it's just like they they're not quite there. Yeah, they yeah. don't they don't really they they don't it, have well a, a tundra comes with one motor and it's that like two but just I, I don't know I don't know what it is and maybe it's well, just I mean, image well no nobody buys a tundra to tow a load of pipe or something you know like yeah, a, a, they do you see them as work trucks they do no, they do no but not 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 like towing like. They don't make a diesel with like 900 foot, oh, like yeah, the yeah, like yeah. semi commercial grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that just opens up that kind of. Well, now you're talking like F350. Right. Yeah. But, but I mean, Toyota's, Toyota's never even like tapped into that. Yeah. Market. They don't go that high end. Right. But I mean, even, I don't know. Even at the low end, it's just like their trucks are an example. I guess my point is their trucks are an example of a product that they um, are pretty dominant in. And for mm. a good reason. It's just like no one really touches them in that. Um, this is not a very descriptive term, but like macho right. way. Like right. if you want, and it's not just image, mm-hmm. it's just like they are pretty rugged, but it's yeah. like no one gets a Tacoma no. yeah. instead of an F-150. Right. You know, it's like you buy a Tacoma because you recognize that Toyota makes a reliable product. You know, right. it's like yeah. there's different reasons. And they, and they also have, you know, 50, 60 years of brand of like, of essentially being that. Yeah. But I don't know that they've ever really, it's not like, yeah, they've been that for a long time, but like. They're resting on their laurels. No, no, like, but I mean, still, right. But they have a history yeah, of it. Right. And they are good there. Yeah. But they I don't know that they have a single car product um, that is the same way where it's just like, Corvette, yeah, they make probably. this thing. Oh, yeah. I guess the vet. Yeah. That's but pretty the, good. And the, I guess the Camaro to an extent, but that's, those are, those are never going to like move the needle on a company. Those are like, in GM's case, those are all specialty. Uh, Camaro, I don't know. They sell a shit ton of those. That's well, certainly a successful model. But I mean, relatively speaking, it's not a, it's not a it's Camry. It's a piece of the pie yeah. chart. Yeah. Um, 
but it doesn't, I guess what I'm saying is it doesn't surprise me that they're, first of all, they're restructuring. Mm -hmm. They're not going out of business and people get all bent out of shape. Like, no, don't pull out of Ohio. It's like, what are you going to stand in the way of them making their business more successful? Like, sorry. What about all those jobs? Yeah. Sorry. They're restructuring, but like let them. Yeah. Cause they're trying to be competitive and you're trying to, but I fixed typewriters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like, for that that argument's real dumb. Mm-hmm. You know, if they want to restructure to be more efficient, let them mm-hmm. because they have the baggage of a hundred years of manufacturing, right. mm-hmm. and today's needs are not necessarily what they were. Mm-hmm. So, like that point aside, um, I just don't I don't see them, and I never have seen them as a dominant manufacturer of any kind of like superior. Mm-hmm. Nor, nor, nor well, at least current. in our lifetime. I mean, obviously they were back in the 50s and crap like that but you know yeah I guess the entire time true. we've been alive and into cars there wasn't really any competition that's right. a good point they were dominant in the first half of the century mm-hmm. yeah yeah they, they, they were then i assume well at least at least they're right up there among the yeah among yeah the i mean best. back in the day like yeah. a cadillac was like the car to have like yeah or the luxury model. right yeah. but they just don't make anything now where it's like you know it's like you, you you're making a small car the car to compete with is Accord, Camry, yeah, Civic, Civic, yeah, Corolla, Corolla, right? That class, and it's really those. It, I mean, maybe some Subaru stuff is starting to, yeah, kind of take off. But it's like if you're just gonna try to make some mediocre Me Too mm-hmm. thing, then like this is what happens. Yeah, you, you they're still selling them, mm-hmm. but not enough to remain competitive. It's like no, sh- no shit. Well, Ford, well, Ford, I guess Ford is the same way. With the whatever yeah. focus, and same with Ford. I mean, the thing is, is like they could, they could have. They made the new Focus, and yeah. it was a huge hit. Yeah, and then they well, just cr- stopped. Well, critically, at least, I think it was a big. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it, well, it sold well better at the beginning. You're not going to outsell a Civic right. on Go One, yeah. But you're going to turn heads, and they did, and then they stopped. They let it stagnate, yeah, and then they stopped, and so it's like. The, the reason this came up is that we saw some people saying like, it wouldn't even matter if they made better cars. Yeah. Like they have a reputation. GM has a reputation of, which I kind of agreed with mediocrity yeah. and like that is haunting them. Yeah. And yeah, you agreed with, and I was saying, no, if they had made a superior product, um, they'd be in better shape. They don't make anything yeah. noteworthy really. Right. Except but, for like the bolt, the bolt is a perfect example yeah, they make cars, and even the Volt, where it's like marketing to, came up with a list of specs, yeah, and they made it. They were they succeeded in what they set out to do, right? But it wasn't that special. It well, I mean, well, the, well, the thing is, like, it was special. Like, it it was a car that essentially no one else built, and it's still no one wanted it because it's special it, on paper. Because it was like, first of all, like it's about as uncool as a car, like. Sure. Want to come check out my little Chevy? That's yeah. part of it. It's like, and I think that was always going to doom them. Like, it could. It was never going to have the. But like, why wasn't it being cool? Part of the recipe. Uh, I don't know. That's not. That's not an accident. It's not like they, the Model <laughs> Three. Like, magically is cool, and the Bolt wasn't. It's not like the public decides. It's like they yeah. set out to make that thing in their engineering in, in minds their, in their shape sexy of, and cool, and it's like. They wouldn't let it leave mediocre. Yeah. Maybe, they were, maybe, the maybe they were just bad at that part of it. Well, or it um, it wasn't a requirement. Yeah. That's the problem is it wasn't a requirement. 
Um, and I think they misunderstood how important that was. I mean, all their cars, none of their products are sexy. Yeah. None of their products are cool. You can't buy a single, but GM they've worn, product. but they've worn a lot of JD power. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah, exactly. It's like, that's the old way of doing shit. Mm-hmm. And like, sorry if it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Um, and honestly, in my, this is pretty pessimistic. Now I'm going hard into the, <laughs> they suck direction, but they went. Um, bankrupt essentially they mm-hmm. were bailed out but they went bankrupt for a reason mm-hmm. and I truly believe they're gonna they're headed for that direction again and that is uh, that's fucked up yeah that's messed up on their part to be complacent yeah. it's on management it's not on the people if you work for GM I'm sure you're fine mm-hmm. because the way big companies tend to work is the people doing the work know the right thing to do mm. I guarantee you everyone on the bolt team was like this thing's kind of lame, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like they're working on it every day. They're, yeah. they're, I mean, we had that whole discussion about why make a bad car. It's mm. like the people working on it are like, I don't know. Mm. It's like they're working on it. They know <laughs> if they buy it or not, you know, it's like, I'm sure they're proud of it, but mm. it's mismanagement. It's the, it's the few, it's the narrow band of managers making decisions mm. and signing off on things and whatever that are driving that company, um, probably into the ground. Again. Or, or at least they'll like, well, I, I can't see their trucks ever going away. Right. So if it any, has to it, be enough to float the whole company. I mean, that's the, well, I mean, or they thing. just, they downsize to just, well, trucks. well that's yeah. Dodges or FCA is, that's essentially what they did. They said, we're going to stop making any of our vehicles that don't compete and just focus on the stuff that yeah. does. And yeah, it seems to have been working out pretty well. For well, them. they also just make, I don't know. They just make a better product. You think so? I think so. I think it's mostly image. Like I think like GM, like GM executives are, they've probably been there for like 30 something years. So like what they know, like what they have done every day for 30 years is just not popular anymore. That could be. Whereas, I don't, I, you know. And they're the ones signing off on designs or whatever. Like, you know, some new designer might bring something that actually does look cool but it doesn't make it up the chain far enough to get into production. Yeah. I don't think, and now we're getting into like (laughs) speculation, (laughs) guessing about like corporate structure and whatever. Um, I don't know. It's easy to say like those executives, I don't know that it's the executives. That's kind of my point is it is just the culture of management Mm. down the chain where it's like, yeah, you've got like C-suite staff who Mm. might be whatever mediocre, but it's the like, all the way down the chain, head of design, head right. of body stamping. That's I mean, what I mean. If you yeah. don't have excellence running through the company at every level, yeah, um, this is what you get. You get a product that's fine, but it's not going to well, dominate. Well, 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 the other thing you're talking about is Toyota and Honda really sucked for I mean, not wouldn't say they suck, but they were definitely not good. Yeah, they they, for were, a pretty, they got complacent exactly for a while. And, and I would say, and they, um, but I, I th- early two thousands. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, like, yeah, essentially like early, early, like like oh five, like two thousand one to yeah, two thousand fifteen yeah, or something, twelve, yeah. thirteen. Yeah, but it's like they they their products were pretty mediocre. They, there's no like exceptional Honda made in the late two thousands or no. whatever. Well, I think a lot of that is um, they were really starting to pick up steam in America Um, and they started catering a little too hard. Right. And they they, started becoming an American company. Right. Because they instead of remaining exactly just like how GM was in the 80s or 70s, they coasted on people will buy our cars even if they suck. I don't know that they coasted. I think they were genuinely trying to make a car. They're genuinely trying to make products that, um, 
Americans would like. That they thought. Yeah, they were. Just, it was. Just, it was growing pains. It yeah. wasn't complacency. It looked that way to us because so, they man. weren't making competitive. It's like '90s Japanese stuff feels very Japanese. Yeah, when you say, and like mid 2000s stuff feels like someone trying to be. Yeah. American or yeah. it's like is this what Americans want? I mean, well, just like it's just like they, they stopped pushing it because they didn't really need to. I, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure. Let's say I that think there, they were there's just a failing. We talked. Yeah, we, we, ta- we were just cutting corn, like financially. I don't. Yeah. Know well, we we have. talked about the 2012 Civic, which is kind of a funny car because it was like panned when it came out for being cheap yeah. and you know harsh but, and yeah. not really up to the standard of what people thought a Civic could be. And like, if you look at the sales numbers, like that. Like the the buyer didn't care that the Civic buyer. Well, they didn't know. They yeah, the right. general public doesn't respond that right. quickly to fluctuations in your right um, in in your reputation. Right. If you have a reputation and you have earned it from decades of a certain it, thing, exactly. You, you have a blip. Yeah. I mean, it's like anyone who goes to work. It's like think about the people you work with and think about the ones that like, you know, should be fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they have a killer day yeah, where they're not, that's not going to change your reputation. <laughs> that's true. It's like yeah. they're done. Right. But if they have multiple years of crushing it, yeah. then it turns into like, you know, Steve used to suck at work and you know, honestly, <laughs> he's not that he's pretty he good. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you can fix it, but you have to stand out. You right. better go hard in the other direction. And I think that's what GM has not they got way better after yeah. the bailout. They restructured. Mm. Sure they needed a plan to do that. That was part of it. But now I look at them and it's like, <laughs> same with Ford. I mean, Ford didn't have to, they weren't bailed out in the same way, but there was a time there where it was like, damn, American cars, like mm. cool, mm. you know, welcome back yeah. or whatever, like 2012 or 2011. Right. It's like, okay, things are turning around. And now it's like, eh. Yeah. Like they're at the point where they should be releasing all new models. And um, I guess what this is, is a crossroads because they're shrinking way down. Yeah. They're, they're clearly starting big initiatives to restructure due to a lot of things. Electric cars and And not people not buying normal cars. Yeah. Shifts in buyer taste. Yeah. And um, honestly, very vicious competition Mm -hmm. because the Japanese are making exceptional cars mm-hmm. now i would say korean cars are on the level of american yeah. sedans well, at the, least I think, like, yeah i think the, the koreans have kind of taken the like price the price yeah. point based yeah. shopping korean slash nissan <laughs> yeah i mean it's like korean I would, brands like nissan <laughs> yeah like would you rather have a um is it the sonata like whatever competes with the cruise oh the elantra elantra come like, on you should know that i am yeah, sorry but maybe, like maybe I'd a kia have, forte i'd rather have either than a cruise or a elantra yeah. or whatever because it's just like they're probably both fine they're, i wouldn't want either but yeah. i'd take either almost right. yeah. but it's like if you or you could have a civic yeah without yeah. even right. questioning what trim or model or right. whatever you take the civic 100 percent because they're making a killer car right now. Mm-hmm. The Corolla is boring, but it always has been. But at least yeah. it's bulletproof. Right. Yeah. It can't it can't kill them. Um, the new Camry looks awesome. I don't know if you've seen those, but yeah, they look cool. Same with the Accord. Yeah, that's what like, I mean. Like you know, to- Toyota and Honda. You know, they're just starting to come out with cars that look interesting. Whereas, yeah, GM always just did like the basic car shape. They could fix it though. I mean, it's like I I believe they could. But they're not. And that's fine. This is just what you get. It's like you can't be mad at people 
Like you go through how many cars? Oh, uh, have you <laughs> ever bought an American car new? A Challenger for yeah. <laughs> two months. Well, okay. Sorry. Have you ever bought a GM product? Uh, not new. Wait, have I? I can't even remember. No, but I mean, but you, but my my family has had Pontiac great experience with GM stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think GM GM is they've never made a unreliable car. They just. Don't. I mean, like not um, at least not. They don't the make part. a bad product, but yeah. I would describe them the same way I would describe Hyundai and Kia. Right. They don't make a bad product. They're just cars not, for people who don't know anything about cars. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or love GM. Yeah. If you've already made up your mind that you love GM and your family loves GM, then yeah. you're going to buy them and yeah. whatever and have good experiences. Right. It's not to say they're a bad company. Mm. They just aren't the best. Yeah. And if you're not the best, this is what happens. You have to restructure, and you have. To, yeah. I mean, any any company does, but I don't know. Um, I think they could make a much better product and they would have much better perception if they did. And I wish they would, but mm-hmm. they're clearly not. And I suspect they, I am cautiously optimistic, but I don't know that I have a reason to be because I don't think whatever the 20 electric cars they come out with, they're just going to be the same. Yeah, that's They're going to be fine. That they're seems boring. Be fine. We'll see. I mean, this is the way to do it is just to scrap everything and start from scratch rather than you know, keep going with their mediocre cars and then slowly transition to 20 electric cars. Like it's, yeah. it's better to just, just wipe the slate clean, yeah. you know, get the public's, you know, image of starting over. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, my, my answer is they suck. <laughs> I am just like so ruthlessly. And maybe this is, um, this is me being naive mm-hmm. and this isn't the way things work, but it's like, either make a killer product or like get the fuck out of here, (laughs) you know, like either give it your all or go out of business, Mm. like go away, either try really hard or go away. And I guess what pisses me off is like, you're wasting people's lives. Mm -hmm. You're wasting (laughs) 124,000 American workers lives by, by passing Mm -hmm. off these mediocre, decent cars. Yeah. It's like, that's people's careers mm-hmm. and they could be making whatever. And you're making these, whatever thing, you know, you're making these like complacent, mediocre things. That's yeah. my opinion. So that's why that stuff pisses me off. It's like, would you fucking make something we can be proud of as Americans, <laughs> this huge American company that we bailed out? Like would right. you make shit that the rest of the world like admired. <laughs> they could, mm-hmm. they could. It's not like it's um, whatever. Yeah. That's why I love te- Tesla mm-hmm. because like, you can think what you want about Elon Musk or whatever, but it's like they're making products that people are like shitting themselves yeah. over and like there are no compromises mm. other than, you know, yeah, they're not making them very well mm. right now. There's stories of whatever, but it's like yeah. growing pains. Mm. They have got a product that is um, incredible. Mm. And every time someone drives, the Model 3 is so funny because it's like, Every time someone drives it, they love it. And every time someone buys it, they tell eight other people to buy one. Mm-hmm. Like they just, it's that, right. it's that good. It's that good. So that's my answer. Yeah. It's a little harsh. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, you can't really compare them because one of them essentially sprung up. They're brand To new. make a very They're specific, new, yeah. to make cars. no baggage. Yeah. yeah it's very, just an example a, a very of, specific. it's like that company is, um, don't and, get me wrong, probably ruthless to work for. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, they fuck. They one, they lose people all the time. Yeah. But two, they fire people all the time. Yeah. It's like if you can't do this, get the. It's like it's like it's like the Trump administration of car companies. Go work somewhere else. Um. 
So I like that about him because it's just like, yeah, that's how that's how a top company is. Mm-hmm. It's like you better be the best. Make the best well, the, here. The, their next goal was to make it affordable or, you know, so the average, you know, American salary can afford it because right now they have like you know they're they're a high price point and they have but like like you said they have no compromises so they have to be at that price point right now yeah i think that they um i think they will get more efficient and they'll make a cheaper car but the thing i like is you are selling a product that someone will own for years Mm. five years let's say minimum on average why not make something that they are just in love with? Yeah. Like you are just creating such happiness in the world <laughs> by making a product that they're stoked to own and they're spending their hard earned money on. Mm. And you want to, every time they get in it, they just, they love the thing. I mean, it's like the type R if every yeah. car could be as fun every to own as a type R. It's just like, God, I love this thing. Yeah. Like why have, but I think, but I think in your well, life, well, I mean the, the vast, way. probably like 95% of anyone who buys a car is just buying a car based on a price point yeah i think they can still enjoy it they can still love the thing but i don't think most of them don't care no one no one enjoys their corolla that they buy yeah because corolla's boring (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) but it's still a it's still a successful product right yeah all right well vague opinion sorry about that (laughs) yeah i guess my opinion on gm is they've they've always had put it's like they're like the kid that has potential but never like knows how to apply themselves that's a very good way to put it it's like jimmy you could do so much if you just try like uh, i mean from an enthusiast like i said the enthusiast standpoint is the camaro which we've talked about a lot which is like a essentially like a groundbreaking phenomenal performance car that is heavily compromised by like bad bad styling choices that essentially makes the car um almost a deal breaker for a lot of people that would even buy a car yeah i agree with you there i think in general their enthusiast cars are good yeah i would guess that's because the team is passionate right and the management chain is probably also passionate right it's not like at some level like the head of camaro is like he knows nothing about cars right no he's probably super proud to have that position yeah super into that car takes it very seriously Mm. knows that the reputation of that rides on his shoulders like yeah. whatever it's like that needs to happen more yeah it's like you across should, all yeah things. i i'm i don't know who the head of design for the cruise is uh-huh. but yeah. like either he's not passionate or he's so shackled james by, cruise himself you know it's like he's so shackled by the structure of the company mm. that he can't make a better product it's like fix something yeah. you're gonna lay people off do it but like reorganize in a way where you emerge um where you emerge uh stronger yeah as a result of it mm-hmm. those are my thoughts on gm mm-hmm. <laughs> you heard it here uh-huh. feel free to tell us your thoughts yeah what do you GM? guys think yeah um just a quick note before we end um carl bernstein mm-hmm. one of our viewers slash listeners if you listen to local the podcast, list yeah, yeah. you're missing out he often will write um long kind of comments mm. um and he will like research things <laughs> yeah. that we have that, that we're not sure <laughs> yeah a little He's probably going to school you on GM, yeah. bro. I'm just going to use your mind, Carl, for a second, just to answer a non-car related question. Who the fuck eats at Long John Silver? <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Carl, you oh, yeah. We, we, we were wondering more. about that. Are they big on the East Coast? They got to um, be big uh, somewhere. Yeah. Were they ever big? Good deal. Yeah. Were they big? <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you or anyone you know and has ever <laughs> regularly eaten at Long John Silver's, <laughs> chime in. How the fuck is Long John Silver's? LJS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, LJS, as, as we call as the young as the young <laughs> as people as like to call it. <laughs> 
Uh, okay. So, anyways, <laughs> um, thanks for thanks for being here. Thanks yep. for listening to that vague rant. Uh, yeah. Um, curious to hear what you guys think yep. um, about this topic. Um, and see you next week. We'll yeah. Be back, yep. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thanks for being here. See you. Peace. Okay.